you know, that was the first time I had Surge. I just just drank it off air. I should have drank it on air because then I'd have been more excited. Yeah. It was an <laughs> there orangey was... blast of energy I mean, and excitement. There was another <laughs> podcast that kind of did that for a while. Oh, yeah, you're right. We don't want to copy no, off of anyone. That would really. be tacky. Right. <laughs> I will explain the way this water tastes. Okay. It's smart water. It's wet. It's wet. And I feel smarter. Do you? After drinking <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, we're late, Vaughn. I don't like being late. I mean, sometimes you just gotta deal with things. We had you know? a super busy week this week. A lot of things happened, and then they didn't happen, and then they sort of happened. Yep. And now we're here on Saturday. Not on Friday. On Saturday. I blame Nintendo. I blame Nintendo, too, but we won't get into that. This is Gameware Express. <laughs> we're sorry we're coming at you a day late. It's Saturday, November the 22nd, 2014. I'm Adam Arinder, and I'm joined by Vaughn Venters. Hi, how's it going, everybody? And Stephen Martin. Hey, everyone. And don't worry, we're going to have all the exciting Pokemon Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, and Super Smash Brothers for Wii U Talk next week. <laughs> Why so, am I even listening to this episode? <laughs> I know you're super excited for those third-gen remakes, which are by far the best generation of Pokemon ever existing Known to man. You can mm. hear the sarcasm in Adam's voice. <laughs> it's kind of hard to detect the sarcasm unless you say it. <laughs> because, yeah, we got we got our those new games a little late yesterday, so I figured we'd spend a little more time playing them and, and have a big blowout show next week for Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that Nintendo loves small businesses, and they love to support getting games on Is- time. That gonna be a soundboard episode? Can we have our our soundboard? For that? <laughs> we should we should really should just install a soundboard on one of our computers just, for this, just for that episode. <laughs> so, um, for this week's intro question, we have it coming from Speakpipe. Yeah. <gasps> we got our first Speakpipe call in. Ben Lewis, friend of the show in Austin, sent us a message via Speakpipe at Speakpipe.com/slash/GameWareExpress, where you can be on the show. Now that I'm done plugging it. Let's take a listen to what Ben has to say. Finally. Hello, Gameware Express. It's your old friend Ben here, calling in from Japan. Actually, uh, I'm here in Austin recording this, but I will be in Tokyo when this airs this weekend. Uh, so a couple things. When Scott was on the show a couple weeks ago, he and Steven uh, mentioned friend of the show, Hawken Borzansi. You will be delighted to know that he just started at Bioware Austin last week as assistant designer on SWOTOR. So congratulations, Hawken, if you're listening. Uh, Adam, you asked last week what it would be like if games had their equivalent of the Oscars, and they do in the UK. They're called the BAFTAs. Uh, and in fact, one of the games I worked on at Ignition a few years ago called Quarrel, which you might remember from XBLA and iOS, was nominated for Best Mobile and Handheld Game, along with Super Mario 3D Land, Dead Space, and Peggle HD. On to my question. Uh, Adam, last week you mentioned that it's time to start thinking about Game of the Year already, uh, without getting into everybody's full lists, um, I would like to ask everyone, what's the first game that comes to mind when you think best game of 2014? Uh, for me, it was Infamous Second Son. Curious to hear everyone else's initial picks, and have a good show. Great question, Ben. Thanks so much for that call. That is how you leave a voicemail. He was very to the point, very clear and articulate, and right around that 60-second mark. So again, if you want to give us a call, what's that URL, Vaughn? speedpipe.gamewareexpress.com close speedpipe.com slash gamewareexpress so on to Ben's question yeah we have game of the year coming up in like less than a month what's uh what's what when he what you thinking right now Vaughn 
when I think of game of the year off the top of my head, off of like 2014, this game just like comes from nowhere. And it literally just came out of nowhere, and it just like infested the internet with like a bunch of lore and a bunch of weird stuff. Twitch plays Pokemon. Oh no. yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking Fish plays Pokemon. Five Nights at Freddy's, yo. Uh, that's a good one. I know it's my favorite animated GIF turned into a video game. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Pretty much. That's one I didn't think would jump up as high as it did on mine. See, you know, I'm still staggering mine in my head back and forth. But yeah, that's a that's a good. League contender, and that just came out two months ago, three months ago, three months, yeah, three months in ago, August, right? It came yeah, out in August. August. The first August. one came out in August. Yeah. What about you, Steven? You know, uh, it's for me. It's easy. Um, a hundred and forty hours put into this <laughs> right. game that I hated at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still sort of hate it, but but I love it so much. Dark Souls Two right. really did command the first half of my my gaming year. You know, I think it came out like February, March. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I had so many problems with that game at first, but then I just came to love its exploits and all of its its issues and and accepted what it is yeah i mean you were bringing your ps3 on the road pretty I was. Much everywhere we went yeah if we were working out of town i brought my ps3 with me um, to play and you know i haven't even i haven't even downloaded the dlc and ah, i should I need that i know i should totally <laughs> do that because i hear nothing but good things oh really yeah it's, uh, people tell me that the three Episodes of downloadable content are some of the best content in that game wow so before the end of the year i will i will uh, make my way through that. And, Excellent. But yeah, if I had to pick one, if I had to pick game of the year, because you know Captain Toad's not out yet. So, <laughs> but if I had to pick game of the year right now, it would be Dark Souls Two. I mean, when, when I first heard this, of course, the first thing that pops to my mind was Hearthstone because I haven't had a game so far this year like consume me the way that has since pretty much probably Rock Band, where I always want to play it. If I'm not playing it, I want to be looking stuff up on it, like reading stuff about it. Now I can watch streams on it. Where before I was just watching people FC. Jordan and Guitar Hero 2 and in Rock Band. So, I mean, that that's what comes into my head at first. Granted, you know, I'm still playing through um, Sunset Overdrive, still playing through Far Cry 4, which just came out this week we'll get to. So there's still a lot of games I want to play through, but Hearthstone is what, what jumps up in my mind. So, yeah, our, uh, our Game of the Year episode will go live the day after Christmas, which is a Friday, not on that Saturday, on the Friday. But we'll be recording it a little early because the Martins will be enjoying Japan. Yep. So, but keeping the speak pipe hype train up, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your game of the year. Just your number one. We're going to read top five, but we can't speak pipe for that long. So send us, let us know your game of the year for 2014 and why. Speakpipe.com slash Express. Let's see. So like I said, I've been playing through Far Cry 4 this week. That is a new release that came out. And I like it. I moving I, on. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. I, I never played Far Cry Three, but I loved the first game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I played much Far Cry Two either, but I hear nothing but good things about Far Cry Four. See, 4. I never played Far Cry One or Two. I didn't even know what those things were. They were computer games. Yeah. Or I mean, problem. they made Far Cry on the Wii. I think that was pretty terrible. That's weird. Yeah. I think I saw Far Cry Instincts. That was it. Yeah. On it was Xbox. Like a, oh, that was that. It was on Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Now it seems like Far Cry is mostly about hunting and, mm-hmm. and just doing whatever you want. So the first one I played was Far Cry 3, you know, two years ago when it came out, and I instantly fell in love with it. It was number three on my Game of the Year list of that year behind uh, The Walking Dead and XCOM. But Far Cry 4, honestly, it just feels like a giant expansion to Far Cry 3, and not but it really isn't a, a sequel. It's a new new place, right? It's right. not like a 
the it, same old place. No, it is a new place, but there are a lot of similarities between the two. Well, I think that that's that that's important. That you have to have those similarities. It's not Far Cry if there's no jungle, if there's no beach environment. That's right. the the whole first game. The the reason why it was amazing at the time back in 2004 was because it was the first game to have this lush, amazing looking jungle environment where the just the tree branches weren't just like a a weird 2D bitmap that would <laughs> no matter what way you look at it you know it just kind of follows you but right. I, I think without those environments it's just not Far Cry That's true. I don't want to play Far Cry in, in a city they got <laughs> away with that with Crisis too right. I don't think they can get away with that with Far Cry I mean that makes <laughs> sense and that is exactly what this is I guess my main I don't want to say problem because I'm having a lot of fun don't get me wrong it's just when I first played Far Cry three I knew nothing about the series I yeah. knew nothing about the game so everything was so new and i was discovering all these things and it was just like whoa this is awesome and now i start playing far cry 4 and i know all that right it's kind of the same so i'm trying to start to do all these things i'm not supposed to do yet like when i first started yeah hunting's a big thing that's back you can upgrade your you know money pouch your loot bag your ammo all that that stuff so i'm trying to automatically start doing that yeah but of course the map isn't open until you climb the you know ubisoft's clock tower bell tower Church towers, okay. whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about, but that's fine. <laughs> there, there was none of that in Far Cry 1. You mean okay. climb the In Far things. Cry 3, it's like Assassin's Creed where you have to climb the tower and, and you go to the animus. the map. Yeah, and then it's so all see your stuff. alive so around you. Right? When you unlock more of the map, you can see more of the animals that are around to go hunt them. So I'm trying to find like more wolf skins so I can upgrade my weapon holster. Yeah, of course. And I can't find them. Oh. So I'm sitting there for like an hour trying to find wolf skins. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, okay, I give up. I'll go do a story mission. Yep. And the story mission is, let's go hunt some wolves. Let's teach See? you how to hunt. It's it's like, just, you were just uh, doing it ahead of time, man. You right. just got to be patient. So this this game's a little more, um, obviously, a different start, different um, narrative. Because right. in the first game, you were, you know, these douchebag teenagers well, on. Third game. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The first game I played. Right. I'm sorry. The third game. You're these douchebag teenagers on vacation and get captured by Voss, who's crazy. Yeah. And go from there. And in this game, you play as a guy who's going back to Kirat. Which is this kind Fake of town, right? Yeah, yeah. Mountainous jungle country kind that's like war torn. Himalayas, yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his mother's dying wish for you to bury or spread her ashes there. That seems complicated. Why don't yeah. you just fly airplane over that and just, just get it done? <laughs> that would have been better. Short game. <laughs> because it's all war war torn. Because there's this rebel group that your father started to fight against the king of the city country, who is the main bad guy, pagan men. And he's voiced by uh, Troy Baker. Troy, so he's just Troy Baker. Actually, I didn't know that at first. Really? Like, he does a pretty good job of not being Troy Baker. In so it's game. not like a Nolan North thing. No, where, just, where you can tell that it's, it's Nolan North. Not, like, only a, not like in the new knows. Call of Duty where it's literally Troy Baker with a mustache. Right. Uh, so he, when you're trying to get into the country on your bus, Pagan Men's people attacks you and captures you, and he's trying to play the nice guy role, and then you get out of there anyway. Um, but it's it's also interesting because they do introduce some new-ish Things. Elephants, right? Yeah, that's, that's cool. New. You can ride an elephant and or stomp elephant, through. As I like to say, elephant. stomp through outposts and stuff. But it's like, did you like capturing outposts? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Would you like to capture bigger outposts? Yeah, you better believe. Fortresses it. are a thing now. Well, so now, now that I have an elephant, yeah, I can yeah, totally exactly. capture a bigger outpost. Or, do you want to play with a friend? 
No, actually. But you can do that now. Well, I, I, I don't want to, that. but that's fine. When you start the game, it's don't start you get like, online, start offline. You get like 20 codes to give to friends or something like that. It's, and they ten, can, it's 10 people can play for free or something. For an hour. Yeah, for an hour. First hour's free, babe. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> After that, you got to pay. So I don't really see why that's necessary other than you can do it. If you want to do it, that's fine. It's like marketing. But, it's just marketing. Yeah, exactly. Get your friends to try this game that sold like 10 million copies the last time it came out. It's free. Uh, and there's new vehicles, like this cool little helicopter thing you can fly around, whereas before it was just, like, Jeeps and ATVs, I do which like still to there. Fly. What about the control, though? Because that can be an issue. Other games where I can fly, the control is it's, terrible. It's pretty simple. It's not complicated like when in other games. You like, just press X to go up, play PS4, circle to go down, and then yeah. just go forward. You don't have to, like, keep pressing ascend because technically when you're going forward, you're technically declining. Yeah. Anyway. Can you uh, hang glide? I've always yep. loved hang gliding. You can do that, and far. every time I do that, I die. Well, you know. I need, I need to work on that better. Can you surf? I don't know why that would be beneficial. No, you can get in a boat, but That'd you can't surf. That'd be cool if you could, like, Kelly Slater. Just put that engine in the game, man. Just put the Kelly Slater well, in the Well, in the old there. game, in Far Cry 3, you had to hunt sharks. So imagine, yeah. like, having to surf with, like, I, your sniper rifle sniping sharks. I'm imagining it right now, and it's pretty <laughs> incredible. Like, I can't wait to actually do this in Far Cry 5. <laughs> it's funny, because with the little helicopter, I found this, not, I guess, exploit, but not really, where instead of having to climb all those fucking towers, I just get in the helicopter and fly to the top of the tower and, then and get then out jump of the helicopter. out, and then I'm done. Sweet, sweet. Uh, so it's all it's it's all fun still. I mean, I'm getting more into it. Like before we started recording today, I got to the point where it's like I don't want to stop playing. That. Yeah. So you get the, you found that magic moment because it's like okay, well, I just um you know took over this tower, so now there's more things to do. So let me go do this outpost. Yeah. And then you take over the outpost, and they're like, oh, I need to do a, a, a kidnapper, a hostage mission, a hostage mission. And then to finish that, well, let me go do the story mission. But as you're doing a story mission, this karma mission comes up Uh-oh. because you're like walking around and the two forces are fighting each other. Right. So if you go save them, then you can like hire them to attack dudes for you. Again, like Assassin's Just like Creed. Sending, yeah, sending in your assassins. Yeah. So. They got you hooked. And then it's like, okay, well now I need, I wish my gun. I wish I could hold three guns instead of two. Can you do that? I have to go hunt some more gun animal. Yeah. It just you take no. its gun hide and then you can hold as many as you I want. I think I need one more honey badger skin. The honey badger. Yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. Okay. That, that's that, that's one of those animals. So. Sure. And the, and the animals are bigger. You know, now they have rhinos. rhinos. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. It was and good. of course the elephants, the tigers, and stuff are back, which are a bitch to kill. These all sound like I shouldn't be killing them though. They're all like rare species. Or you can, and then you can hold more money in your wallet. Is it? Can I breed them to create more? Can no. I make a zoo? Like, but a if you kill them with zoo. your bow or your knife, yeah. it's a clean kill, so you oh, get two skins out of them. That's instead of just better. mowing them down with you your know, assault rifle. It, it feels better to, to use a, a, like a bow <laughs> to shoot your prey than just a and rocket launcher. The bow is back, and that's pretty much all I use. Yeah. Unless it's like a firefight with like six dudes at once, I'm just creeping is, around and shooting people with a bow. Is there a rocket launcher though? If I want to kill an ostrich with a rocket launcher, can I? Do you that? can, and I have a feeling that's the only way you can kill somebody like the rhino. Right. Because I. Let I uh, fired my entire gun. My brain's, my you emptied the you unloaded, chamber. unloaded, yeah. yeah, on a rhino, and he just ran into me dead. No, yeah, you can't just shoot it. You need like an elephant gun, yeah, like one of those big, huge, six foot long muskets. And uh, so, speaking of elephant, the the upgrade system's a little different in this game. Now it's just an elephant. Well, it's an elephant and yeah. a tiger, right? Each side, the tiger's the more aggressive side. The elephant's more of like the defensive healing kind of side. So you got to pick. Yeah, kind of, but not really. Can I max both out? Yeah. I always love to do that. Probably, if you, you get know. enough XP, you can. It's not like uh, in Far Cry 3 where you did your upgrade tree and got these cool tattoos all over oh, yourself. Oh, but I love those tribal tattoos. Uh, now it's just 
Oh, you have it. Yay. I'm an elephant man. When you switch over to the tiger side, it growls. When you switch over to the elephant Whoa. side, it makes like the elephant Just like noise. my favorite arcade game. <laughs> What's that? That's the, I don't know, the safari shooting game where you have to look. Oh, Big Buck? Big Buck? Yeah, Big Buck. Yeah. Makes all those fun sound effects. So there, there was this one mission I was. I'm about. I'm on. I'm in Act Two, Chapter yeah. Two. About I don't know how many five hours in the game. Are. I don't know. They did um, unveil this new enemy type called the Hunter, which Whoa. is really annoying. Is that like from uh, Resident Evil Three? Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> in uh, he stalks you, undead <laughs> monster. <laughs> no, they're people. Oh man, Far Cry with the zombies. They should totally do that. DLC. They yeah. did Blood Dragon last year. Now That's they do true. zombies. Zombie, 80s the zombie, zombie animals. Movie. Yeah, zombie man. Well, yeah. So, so the hunters. Okay, so backing up on Far Cry Three, could you do? Okay, I don't know. In Far Cry Three, <laughs> you could pull up your camera and you could mark people. Okay. So you can see where they are and at all times. Right. It's like yeah. Could you do like that in the first two? No, the first first game didn't really have anything like that. Well, you know, the first game was just a, a shooter. Oh, yeah? But beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then halfway through, you just got these weird animal powers. And I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> but man, the first half was awesome. And then That's it just got funny. weird after that. So you can, so you can <laughs> mark guys, and they'll tell you if it's like a, just an infantryman or a sniper or a heavy or anything like that. And they stay marked, same with animals. Yeah. And that's back in Far Cry 4. And again, you have a camera, which to me doesn't make sense. So you Because in Far Cry 3, you're a tourist. Right. So you had your camera. And why, now, why do I have a camera? Anyway. Hey, man, we all have cameras on our phones. That's true. But no, this is like a SLR. Like Maybe it's his hobby. He likes maybe. to take pictures of butterflies or something. Anyway, <laughs> with, with the hunter, you mark them, and then it goes away. Oh. So it doesn't, they don't stay marked. Uh oh And they are really quiet, and they just communicate via whistles. So they yeah. like flank you and stuff. Oh, no. And then they can charm the predator animals to kill you. Oh, wow. So it's like, oh, they're just going to stick a panther on you. That's yeah, could, or an elephant, mm -hmm. and they're really quiet. You can't see them. They only shoot with fire bows or fire arrows. That sounds really tough. That that was a tough mission. Yeah, that was a tough. But you mission. got through it. I did. See, you could do this. You yeah. got this. You just got to make sure you, as quickly as you can, yeah, access where you can cut down the green leaves and make healing syringes. Okay. Because that if not, sense. you will die. Yeah. Can you do nukes? That take care of all the animals at once. <laughs> you just instantly do max upgrades. One nuke. No nukes. Takes everything out. No nukes. Spread those ashes, man. That's what you got to do. And then the last like new thing I've encountered with four over three is now they're trying to do this branching story path, kind of. Oh, so you could choose your own adventure, kind of. Where the rebel group you're kind of hanging out in, yeah. they have these two people warring for power over it, right? Always because they always like I think we should do this and I think we should do this, and then it's like choose which one to help. Man. That'll unlock newer missions. I'm and... going with the group that has the tanks and the nukes. Right. Pick them <laughs> over the, the group that has the sticks. It's not as uh, cut and dry, I don't think, as infamous, where it's like, this is obviously oh, the yeah. good guy one, and this is the asshole so one. So you may, you may think you're going, right. with the, but then at the end of the game, they, they, they pull a switcheroo on you. But I don't know, because the first one I did, the like icon on the map, one of them was red, and one of them was blue. Um, so it's like, was well, that the good one and the or the bad one and the good one? Or spoiler alert, it might just be red versus blue. It might just you be red never know. Blue, the one I did was the red one, and it didn't seem like the evil one. Now at the end, you're gonna find out they're all evil. That's so it. Doesn't matter which one you picked. Because the only real choice you had in Far Cry Three was the end, which I'm not gonna say what that yeah. choice is. But we gotta wait on that a couple more years. <laughs> but all in all, I'm loving it. I'm finally getting because at first it started out really slow. It was probably just more of a frustration <laughs> thing where it's like I know how to do all this, just let me do it. Yeah, but the map seems bigger. You know, the animals are bigger. The Does new this game enemies have are bigger. Because that seems like that'd be cool. Go a thunderstorm comes rolling through. That I haven't seen totally one. change the dynamic of the game. It gets dark. Yeah, I, 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 I bet there's no weather. 
Like, I doubt it. Hurricanes. They'll patch out. that in later. It's fine. I'm gonna make Far Cry Weather Edition. It's, just, <laughs> it's all tornadoes and earthquakes and lava the whole time. That's the enemy, Mother Nature. Good luck beating that. Right. This game sounds awesome, though. I'd love to pick it up. There's just so much to play. I know right now. this week, so so many new releases, and, and not just so many, but so many good ones. Right. Exactly. You know? I mean, probably new Cooking Mama. That's yeah. probably really good. Is Babysitting Mama two out yet? Not yet. Majesco's mm. almost out of business. So. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep playing it for sure. Next week we're off of work for Thanksgiving, and this is going to be like my game of the year catch-up week, since we're recording game of the year earlier than we did last year. But you'll definitely be hearing more about Far Cry 4 when uh, our game of the year show comes up. Yeah. Vaughn. Yes. And <laughs> to get prepared for Super Smash Bros. 4, or Super Smash Bros. for Nintendo Wii U, because that's the actual name, you played an illegal hacked version of Super Smash Bros., <laughs> And, and it's a new and, update. Hey, Nintendo's not stepping on it right now. So Actually, <laughs> there was a tournament that uh, is no longer allowed to use Project M. Yeah, that's Apex. At Nintendo's request. That's funny. It, it will not be there at all. But at least the project hasn't been ceased and desisted. Yeah, the, Nintendo's all, all consistently gone on record saying that they're not really against this type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as it's not making some other company money, they're not going right. to stop it. So. We uh, We went to this... Smash, uh, the new Smash event at GameStop last yep, week. Our favorite store. Yeah. And <laughs> some of the guys there were talking to the Nintendo rep about Project M. They're not going to know what you're talking about. This Nintendo rep. Well, they're, they're like, she was like, yeah, they don't really like that too much. Well, she does know what it is. Yeah. Though. Well, who cares? It's, it's not like we're selling it. Yeah, exactly. Or you're buying and it. And I was just thinking, why are y'all talking to the Nintendo rep about this? A, you're right. She probably doesn't even know about it. And B, they don't like people hacking their shit. Yeah. But anyway, so you played the 3.5 update of Project M. Yeah, and it it came out uh the last week on Friday, like literally a week before Smash 4 was supposed to come they out. They like rush it out so they can, hey, we're relevant for a week until this new game comes out. I don't even know. So like I'm not really sure what the reason behind uh, releasing it right before Smash 4 on Wii U, but eh, it's whatever. But I'm liking it so far. There's a lot of balance uh, patches that w- went around the the whole character cast. So mm-hmm. like a lot of the old like crazy broken characters aren't as broken anymore. Like and whom? Like Mewtwo. Oh. Mewtwo is like totally like God tier. He came in in 3.0. So oh, okay. Yeah, relatively new character to the game, and yeah, he was. Just... Hey, Nintendo's copying that exact strategy. They'll release Mewtwo in like six months. Yeah, he'll probably game. he'll probably be the best character in the game. <laughs> Because new characters are always like that, especially ones that you have to pay for and download. Right. That's that's like the ongoing trend of like every fighting game. Because <laughs> like they had one like character in Blaze Blue with Kokonoe. She, she was like the most broken thing I've ever seen in that <laughs> game. But yeah, they they added a couple of like more functionality bug fixes. Like you can actually play in Subspace Emissary with this new engine that they added to it. Wait, what? As well, okay. Like, before you weren't able to do that, but now you are. That's the story mode thing, Yeah, right? Yeah, you're able to play through it with the new engine mode instead of it, like, crashing and stuff like that. Oh, I got you. Okay. And, uh... I thought you meant they were doing just regular matches oh, in Subspace MSR. No, no. And you could just play you, it with the new characters. Yeah, you, or the you, 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 could play with, you could play with everything now. Okay. And what else did they add? They added debug mode to where... Uh, you can see all the hitboxes and stuff for certain characters, invincibility frames, all that sort sort of stuff. I can see where that would be helpful. 
yeah, so overall it's really cool. It's going to take me a while to adjust to like a lot of the changes that they made to the characters, but overall, fun game. Is it difficult? Because I know you enter multiple tournaments for different games. Switching from, alright, now I'm playing Melee, now I'm playing Project M, now I'm playing 4, now I need to remember how this game works. Does that get a little too much in your head, or I guess you just play it so much where it's used to it? It depends on all the different kinds of games that you're trying to compete for. Mm-hmm. Because fighting games come in very many different shapes and forms. Like, you got games like Smash, and then you got different kinds of, like, Smash games altogether. And then you have the anime fighters, like Persona. Mm -hmm. And then you have games like Marvel and Street Fighter. So it mostly comes down to what you're playing, I guess. But uh, going from... Project M to Melee, they're pretty similar games, so that's not really much of an issue. The issue for me is trying to go from those games to a slower game like Brawl or Smash 4, mm-hmm. where it's the engines, the, the physics engines are completely different. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I had a little bit of that problem. Obviously, I don't play these games as much as you. When we were messing around playing 64, which we still need to do our money match, uh, just going back to that, and like, oh yeah, this is how I play this game. And it's not how I play... You know, the newer games, even on 3DS or on Wii U, the little bit I've played with it so far. Yeah, very different. Mm -hmm. So, yep, I know we're going to save all the in-depth talk for next week, but in your one word, yes, no, Smash 4, early impressions. Uh, I can't really describe it all in one word, or in yes or no. You must choose. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to choose the red path or the blue path, come on. If I had... (laughs) Wow. If I had to choose one or the other, first impressions so far, no. Okay. Because <laughs> it's more or less the same the same game as 3DS, just right. with prettier graphics, different stages, and a slightly better controller. <laughs> so, cool. I'm liking yeah. it more than 3DS, but like I said, we'll get to much more in-depth talk next week. We're in the show, Nick Seegers, former Smasher, will be joining us again next week so we can break that down again. When we actually do the multiplayer games. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of it's all been single-player unlocking things, and and Vaughn was streaming a little last night, but we'll be having a big multiplayer party tonight, so I'm excited for that. Um, Steven, I know we've been traveling a lot this week. Uh, have you, did you have a chance to play anything in the hotel room? Um, Yeah, I actually downloaded uh, a game on my, my Android phone now that I have... Five Nights at Freddy's. No, I don't think that's on there. Um, I almost downloaded that on my iPhone. Oh, that is a mobile game, too? It It seems like it wouldn't be as fun. Yeah, I don't know. Because, it's only only like $3 instead of 5 I'm actually pulling up the game I bought. um, Kingdom Rush Frontiers. Okay. And I've never played Kingdom Rush before. I've heard good things about Kingdom Rush. I've seen those ads. Well, the new one's awesome. And if you like uh, Tower Defense, and I do. I really like Tower Defense a lot. I don't know if it's because it's something I don't really have to think too much about when I'm playing it. Just try to upgrade my little towers and make them <laughs> shoot guys faster. Uh, Kingdom Rush Frontiers has a hero system, so it's not it's not like a MOBA, but you do have a named hero that has specific abilities that you can level up while you're playing through the game, and that's pretty neat because mm-hmm. it's it's a character that you can move around on the field, whereas traditionally in a tower defense game, I mean, you have a tower, mm-hmm. and that's what you use to attack things. But now I've got this little guy I can click around like an RTS and send him to areas, you know, on, on the map. Mm-hmm. I've only played a few levels, but it's it's very good. It was like $2 oh, cool. on uh, Android. I'm sure any, it's the same uh, price on... Any uh, in-game 
purchase bullshit. Or? Yeah, you know, because there's you are um, you earn like stars when you're playing. Um, depending on how well you do, you can get like up to three, I suppose, per mm-hmm. level. Use those stars to upgrade your towers off game menu, mm-hmm. or you can upgrade your hero with tons of different abilities. And if you just want to buy more stars, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But I haven't gotten. I mean, I've only played for a little bit, so I haven't. I don't know yet if there's a stumbling block where it's like, well, you have to buy something. Well, it's interesting because you get a two dollar. Yeah, entry and then and, there's and it has. I mean, two bucks is nothing. Well, yeah. If I can get ten minutes of entertainment, to me, ten ten two dollars is worth it. Right. But I mean, this is a game I'll play for hours. Mm-hmm. And I could play it offline, which is always nice. I hate it when phone games require me to be online because I don't always have you know cellular reception or Wi-Fi. Right. So, but this does not have that at all. So that's <laughs> cool. I've also played some more uh, Rogue Legacy again. Um, Still going through that. <laughs> I've maxed out my my health now, so I've. I have max health. Um, all 75, all 75 levels, yeah. So I'm working on armor uh, and still trying to collect some of the runes. I, you know, I still have probably, yeah. I don't know, like six or seven runes that I haven't found, and then six or seven pieces of equipment, like armor, mm-hmm. that I haven't found in the game yet. So did you ever go back and uh, refight the bosses? Uh, you know no. How you can do that? Yeah, I, and I need to. What I need to do is fight the remix bosses. That's what I'm because, talking about. Right? No. Um, the first one's so difficult in the remix form. I probably just need to watch a video of someone doing it because they give you like a set. Yeah, it's of it, it, parameters. Yeah, they, your stats and upgrades don't matter yeah, when it comes to the remix. More of a challenge bosses. mode. Yeah, and it's tough. Mm-hmm. But that you have to beat those remixed bosses uh, before you attempt uh, a final run at the game in order to accomplish a couple of things. It's like a trophy you can get from that, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe some items. But that seems very difficult. I don't know. I'm enjoying just, just playing through it. Really powerful. <laughs> yeah. Because even I can pick some of the lower statted classes, like the spelunker, and um, just mow through things. Yeah, because with you know with lower stats, the spelunker class is very difficult to get anywhere because you die so quickly. Mm-hmm. But now I've got so much health and so much armor. Even picking that that class that doesn't have the, kind of the horsepower behind it, you can still do pretty well. And now on a run, I'm getting between twenty and thirty thousand gold, yeah, which can get you six or seven serious upgrades. You know, are you playing with New Game Plus on? Yeah, right like now I'm everything on New from Game. the dungeons, like in the castle. Yeah, I'm on New Game Plus wow. right now, and you really have to be if you want to get yeah the coins because you don't get a, you don't get as much money from mm-hmm. from just New Game. So. That makes sense. I don't know if there's I guess there's no New Game Plus Plus because I haven't heard anything about that. I'm not sure. I don't know what happens when you beat it the second time. <laughs> it's not like Dark Souls where you can just keep going forever. I'm sure this one you just keep doing runs and yeah. gold. But, but I that game's so good. Yeah. If that game came out this year, it would definitely be in my my you know top five, mm-hmm. my number one maybe. And it was in my top five last year, but I played it a lot more this year than I did last year. So I'm I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Game keeps on giving. I can't wait to see what they'll do with a sequel. Hopefully they're working on it. Hopefully. <laughs> Either that or they're making a sequel to Don't Shit Your Pants, which was their previous <laughs> game. Cellador Games Classic, if you haven't played Don't Shit Your Pants, it only takes about 10 minutes. That's funny. To shit or don't shit your pants. <laughs> Choice is yours. Um, I forgot, I did play one more thing this week. I uh, decided to take a little break from Hearthstone, Vaughn, and instead broke out Pokemon, the trading card See, game. I yeah. knew it was going to be another card game. On the GB, GBC? Yeah, a version on 3DS. Uh, you know what I learned about replaying Pokemon the Trading Card Game? Uh, Pokemon Trading Card Game is not very good. <laughs> well, it's like 20 years old at this point. You should it's try. Game. Yeah, you want to tr- if you want to play a good 
card game. You should try that uh, Card Fighters Clash, that SNK versus Capcom oh, yeah? card fighting game. We all know the really best good. card fighting games in Final Fantasy VIII. But it's a good one too. When I say the, I don't mean the game, like the video game itself is bad. Cause it's actually kind of cool. It's just the actual mechanics of the. Well, that's the whole point. Trading card, card game. game. If the mechanics are no good, right? It's like, why it's are you just well, it? maybe it's I'm not used to it, but it's like so slow. Yeah, and well, so terrible. And I think so any old now. any old card game you play is going to be like. But hasn't Magic the Gathering been around that long? And it's still pretty popular or is it just evolving no what i'm saying is if you played a magic the gathering game boy color game it would probably not be fast and not you know it wouldn't be fun to you because it's 20 years old right no again i'm not i'm not not berating the actual the video game yeah i'm berating the 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 card the way the card game oh i see well you're 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 playing the you're playing the extremely old version of the card game the game the game has been like vastly updated since then i mean granted you should make a new version why don't they it's on iPad. It, it exists. Oh, uh, well, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Where it's kind of annoying where to read my card, I have to go through like eight different menu settings. But that's not the problem. It's just the the way you have to play your Pokemon. You can only play one energy per turn, and you have to attack. And it's just, I don't know. I'm so used to, I guess, the, the glitz and glamour of playing Hearthstone now. that They should demake Hearthstone for Game Boy Color. <laughs> I've seen a lot of screen, a few uh, mock-ups or you know, fan arts or screenshots of a, a demake for Game Boy <laughs> for Hearthstone. That's, that's pretty, pretty great. cool. So, but I mean, the game, the, the Pokemon trading card video game itself is actually pretty cool because it's like an RPG where you have to go around to the different clubs and beat the quote unquote gym leaders or card masters, whatever the fuck they're called, and get medals and then go fight the four legendary card masters so you can get the legendary cards. So, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty much like a Pokemon game with the trading cards. And if you win, you get booster packs. So I don't have to spend $20 for 15 packs. Yeah. Like in Hearthstone. But, uh,. It's just it's so weird because when we when you were talking about or I asked you about switching between the two the different types of Smash games you're playing, it was weird. Like, okay, how does this trading card game work again? Okay, so I have to play and I have to play energy cards and think about that. And the decks they give you to start are really terrible, so you have to work around that. Much like every other video game card game, <laughs> Hearthstone is great. You shut your mouth. No, I'm talking about like any other like video no, game no. that's like, like an adaptation on... from a card, not yeah, like a card game was strictly for like online. All the all the Yu-Gi-Oh card games, you get like the worst decks possible. <laughs> it's like who would build this? Why do I have four different types of Pokemon with all these different energies? That's not very efficient. Because it's the deck that you get for free. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's like I'll just build my own deck. Oh wait, I only have like four energy cards. I can't do that. But they can't give you like really good decks for free. <laughs> But it, it was fun taking that little trip down memory lane and playing that. But I don't really want to play it anymore. I, I wasn't on the show last week. Or was I? I don't know. Did I get to talk about Grand Theft Auto the last time I was on the show? Because I've been playing that a little bit. No, because you weren't on last week. So I'd never played Grand Theft Auto Five on uh, Xbox 360 or PS3. So I picked that up on PS4. And man, that game is beautiful. That world, just like you said last year, that world feels so alive. There's so much going on. My problem is exactly where I thought it would lie, is that all the characters in this game are pieces of shit. They're not likable, and I hate all of them. That's the point. So, But that's not the point. You can make a game like that with an interesting, likable character. Look at Red Dead Redemption. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a Red... It could be a Grand Theft Auto game that has a likable character. Um, I mean, I I really liked Tommy Rossetti from from Mm -hmm. Vice Vice City, but maybe it's because I like Ray Liotta so much. Um, But I, I still like this game. It's just, I have a trouble when I don't like the character in a game. So I don't play God of War um, because I just can't get into the, the personality. But I'm still kind of early. There's still a lot to learn about who these people are. It's interesting to see how they grow 
and how they yeah, interact Trev, all together. I'm sure Trevor grows. Uh, well, Trevor does yeah. not. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of people like the Trevor character. I did not like Trevor yeah. character. Yeah, but. It, a lot of people say he embodies the way most people play Grand Theft Auto. But I, I disagree. Never played like that. Yeah, I never played like that either because I'm not insane. Right. Um, I was the weirdo that played Grand Theft Auto. I was like, I'm gonna today. I'm just gonna see if I can stop at every red light. And just <laughs> obey all those traffic laws. See, I found myself um, defaulting to Michael every time. Yeah. Like I could choose any of them because he seems like the mo <laughs> the more the most Grand Theft Auto. I character. understand his problems. You right. Know? I don't understand uh, Trevor. I don't know what it's like to be a method addict. Well, I guess he doesn't do the meth. Hillbilly in the sticks. Right. Or a guy living in the hood. I understand that a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I bought that. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'm super excited to play through it again in first person. It, yeah, I have pretty much ex have exclusively been playing in, fir uh, in first person. It's pretty cool. And I've seen so much video of you know the previous generation uh, and its issues. Mm -hmm. One thing I appreciate so much is this game runs so well mm -hmm. on PlayStation 4, and I'm sure it runs just as well on Xbox One. Um, and the the radio stations are all great. That's something that you just expect in Grand Theft Auto. I mean, I've been playing this series since the first game on PC. Top down. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the top down ones are some of my favorite in, that, in the series, mm -hmm. especially the DS one, which was yeah. uh, Chinatown Taught Wars. Me. Economics. Yeah. You know it. My <laughs> favorite calculator game, Drug Wars, is basically in that game. I was just surprised how much work Rockstar put into this. Oh, yeah. Obviously, if you're going to go first person, you got to like upres everything. Yeah, they didn't just slap the camera option. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's it it feels like if the game was designed to be played that way, mm -hmm. and obviously it's not. And it's funny because I still have on my old phone. I saved because when you get to do the heist, you have to choose: do you want to do this way or this way? Yeah. And I saved which ones I did because I knew it would be coming out again on PS4, and I knew I would buy it again. Because um, this is back when they were like, "Oh no, it's only coming out this gen." Yeah, right. Uh, so now I'm now I'm excited to go do the other side of all those heists too. Yeah. So at least it's some type of replayability there. Yeah. So it's a good game. It's a good game. Uh, so I guess that's it. Vaughn, you been playing anything else? No, nope, I'm it. done. Okay. I guess we'll move on to news. Uh, not a lot of news this week. No. Not a lot. I guess people don't like putting press releases out, you know, a week before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Everybody's worried about holiday and. Right. Too much turkey. I guess uh, Walmart is, um, if you listened to this yesterday, uh, Walmart uh, matched all the Black Friday ads a week before Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's it's too late to do that, to go yeah. take advantage of that right now. I also like how, uh, did you see people were putting up fake Amazon pages? Yes, to $80, $90 PS4 from the seller name was uh, Amazon like Video Games or something. They just made a <laughs> fake seller name. So there was a sales page on Amazon that said Amazon was selling it. Yeah. And people would go to Walmart and price match demand it. a price match. And people got away with it in droves. Well, no offense to the people who work back in the video game section of Walmart, but they probably don't know anything about video games. And They're just like, yep. I can't get them to sell me a copy of Bayonetta 2 a day early. I'm, there's no way I'm going to get them to sell me a PS4 for $90. We went over there because um, my friend wanted to go get Pokemon at midnight. And that was interesting because it was like, <laughs> Yeah, we got that new Pokemans in. Is it in the back? Let me They're go in like, the back and get we it. Have. Well, we have one copy. <laughs> and she wanted Omega Ruby, and he had Alpha Sapphire. So oh, like, wow. So the guy was like, yelled uh, at this other person, do we have the red one? I don't know. He's like, go look in the back. So he looked in the back. It's in the back. Them. It's all in the back. They but don't they, know how to release a video game at Walmart. No Smash Brothers, though. Nah, sure. Or maybe. They said they didn't have it. They probably could have found it's it. It's probably in the back. Probably in the back. Next to the meat. <laughs> or laundry detergent. <laughs> so... 
Cool if you got that. I wonder if they'll actually go through now or if they'll just cancel this order. No, I guess no dude. This no was, was in store. In store so only in, so they got it. Wow. They probably sold it. Yeah. How many of those people actually wanted a PS4? They just wanted a bargaining chip. That's funny. Um, Remember how last week we said that the Shulk Amiibo was exclusive to GameStop? Uh-oh, there's more. The Meta Knight what? Amiibo is exclusive to Best Buy. Okay. So I got to go to Why? like 17 <laughs> different stores to get... Because Nintendo hates you and small business. Well, wait a second. There has wait, to be at I least... Underst- I understand a little bit the Shulk one, but why Meta Knight? Yeah, because you know Gameware actually sells Meta Knight plush, and we've been selling those mm-hmm. for years. So we sell more Meta Knight stuff than any <laughs> other store in this entire city. But we have no reason or... Actually, I think you will be able to get the Meta Knight Amiibo oh, at Gameware. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think that's going to be within the realms of our possibilities. So I wouldn't worry about that. The Shulk one, however, that may be a different story. Still, though, like, why Meta Knight? Yeah, it doesn't make and sense. And why Best Buy? I, you know, because they, they pay, dude. Be they exclu- pay, well, no, wait a second. Amazon's exclusivity is jack shit because Nintendo hates Amazon. That's true. I think. Oh, was it Nick telling me? I think Maybe he said Toys Lucario is exclusive to Toys R Us. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right to me. Well, yeah. Toys R Us does do a lot of Pokemon events, so yeah. I, I like. They have their, some of their own. We're trying to justify them. How come they don't they do? They do have um, their own, like, old clothes. Like, all right. Ah, sorry. <laughs> uh, Get it together, dude. I forgot. Show's live. <laughs> they have their own exclusive Pokemon events, and I right. guess that yeah, kind of well. makes sense. Well, and Toys R Us had exclusive, like, crystal or silver Disney Infinity figures. When those Let's came go out. one step further. You can only get the Wii Fit Trainer Amiibo at Bally's. <laughs> you have to sign up for a one-year <laughs> membership. To get the Wii Fit Trainer. Oh, this is a fun amiibo. game. This should have been the intro question. What what amiibos do you want? Can you make exclusive to places? Oh, that's a good question. Mario, you okay. have to go buy at Papa John's. Uh, yeah, I can see that a little bit. <laughs> Mario and Luigi. <laughs> I'm gonna say the F Zero car. It could. It basically could be Captain Falcon's car. I don't care. The uh, Blue Falcon. <laughs> whatever. At your local Toyota dealership. <laughs> All you have to do is test drive the 2016 Toyota Scion TC. You can only get the Zelda characters at Ren Fair. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Or how about Kirby at the State Fair when you buy like a I don't know like when you buy cotton, cotton candy. candy. <laughs> I'm just going to give them out at state fairs. It's going to be the Nintendo. It's, well, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd not give them any ideas. Yeah, ex- exclusive Amiibos is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I have to go to 18 different places to co- collect them all? Uh, you know, also in some um, some Smash news, I think didn't didn't Sakurai explain why uh, Ridley is not playable? Oh, yeah, because he's a boss character in the Pyro series. Right, but the, he's the, too big. They, he's too big. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the reason they gave. He's just too big. They couldn't. We couldn't make a smaller version. Now, n- ignore the fact that Kirby is actually much larger in the game uh-huh. than he actually is. But say, yep. if you go by Brawl Snake, who is a human man, right? Not a not a like Mario fake Mushroom King, like a human man. And Kirby are like the same. Yes, height. but Kirby's actually like a foot tall, yeah. if that. Probably not even. Less. He's, or he's Olimar, less than eight like inches tall. Okay, that's right. He's like eight inches tall, and DDD is not much taller than that. But DDD is one of the largest characters in Brawl or in, mm. in Smash. But yeah, he's, he's like slightly. Taller yeah. than Kirby's, like what, ten inches tall? Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so that, I don't buy that, Sakurai. If you're listening, I want, I want, I want a better answer than that. You're in the no spin zone, buddy. You're not going to give us that BS. 
You didn't put him in there because you just didn't put him in there. I guess you just wanted to make him, you know, like actual size and according to Samus's size, I guess. I guess. It's actually exciting that there's a Samus Amiibo in stores now because this is the most attention that Nintendo's paid to Metroid in at least eight years. Because I don't yeah. count... I don't count other M as anything because that is. I do. Well, Nintendo had nothing to do with that. That's that's a Tecmo thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. where's where's anything Metroid? You know, we got this Samus amiibo and we got a Samus Zero Suit and a Samus character in the game. There's no Metroid. It'll game. lead off the Super Wii U in 2016. Yeah, Super the Wii. Same U could be said for Star Fox. Well, no, they're, well, they're, 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 they're making, making a Star they Fox. They are making game, one, so. but, yeah. And I guess they feel like they just made an F Zero game since mm-hmm. you have that track and Mario Kart. <laughs> <Martin. laughs> Uh, this news I wrote down earlier, which might be a little old hat unless you're listening to this as soon as it goes up. Uh, today on Saturday, you can play Sunset Overdrive for free for 24 that, hours. A, you mean it's a demo? Um, they released a demo? They said you can play the game for free today. Sweet. Yeah, so somebody so somebody will get that and yeah. beat it. Download the demo. <laughs> you could beat it in 24 hours yeah, if it's yeah. the full game. That's cra- There's no way that's the full game. It's not. That, that's not possible. Why not? Because <laughs> you could just beat the game. Okay, then great. Then it's a demo. <laughs> so they released a demo. They're giving away for free with these white Xboxes that you can't find anymore. Oh. They're giving away the whole game? Yeah, the bundle. Oh, yeah, that's right. The little bundle. Well, then there's also that Pikmin 3 demo that came out a couple weeks ago. Like a year <laughs> after the game came out. Demo Releasing a demo is not news. I'm sorry. I don't care <laughs> if there's a demo for anything. Demo should be out before the game, not after. Like the shorts that Miyamoto made were more news than the demo. He makes yeah. clothing now? Which, which kind of shorts were they? The the Pikmin short. Oh, the animated shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I thought he just said movies were no good. Mm-hmm. Like a week ago, he's not animated he, shorts. Well, uh, Miyamoto said there, he said, you know, as game developers, here's what we can learn from film: nothing. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what he said. Like a, that's that's news too. Miyamoto hates movies. Well. <laughs> Did not know that. <laughs> yeah, dude, you didn't read that interview. No, you should go, you should go to Gama Sutra and check that out. All righty, <laughs> our then. friends over at Gama Sutra. <laughs> uh, I know Vaughn's favorite Mario franchise, the new Super Mario oh, Brothers franchise, yeah. sold, has sold 10, 10 million, million copies units. in America, more yeah. worldwide. 10, 10 million. million. You know that game's still in print. Well. Womp. Good. Womp. Womp. Wow. <laughs> I have no comment. Man, you know that game could be good. If they changed almost everything about it, <laughs> the first the one was, first one was okay. I like uh, the first one. On DS, uh, you know, whatever. Okay. I like the mini games more than the actual game. Mm-hmm. But weren't those the same mini games in Mario sixty four? Uh, some of them are. Yeah. Some of them were different. Have you ever played yeah. those? Which mini games? Well, like when you got Mario sixty four, there were like ten mini games. Oh uh, no. Those were so much fun. Yeah, they if were. If only Nintendo would take their mini games and make a whole game out of them. Man, they, it'd be like a party full of games. <laughs> That'd be amazing. There would like, really be like over 200 like mini games, mini games. of like all, all of their franchises. They like, could call it one. Nintendo Party. I was thinking more of Captain Toad. Captain Toad. Which was a mini game. It was a mini game. That they made a full game. Yeah, 80 levels. Yeah. Plus, plus more than that. Coming soon. You know, I think it's too early to have Game of the Year deliberations <laughs> because Captain Toad's not out yet. That comes out in like two weeks. I'm very excited about this game. We're not recording Game of the Year till like the 12th of December. So, or so? I got like a week to play. So you have like 10 yeah, days to play. It's exactly. fine. It's fine. Um, speaking of 10 million, something else with 10 million. Oh, hmm. Xbox One. Did it? Did it? I think so. Yeah. That's not what I was going with, but I think they said they shipped too. Yeah, uh, well, they definitely did they ship. They shipped through 10 million units. Most of that was to China. I think so. Which that, that was, was a big like boom. Five million. I yeah, think. they doubled up just in China. It's weird. 
Um, but I was going more with uh, WoW subscriptions. Oh yeah, back, back in up business. To Ten million after <laughs> Warlords of Drainer came out. I hear yeah. that that expansion is incredible. That's what I hear. I mean, they sold three point three million copies of it on the first day. That's amazing. And that's when it was broken. Yeah, you couldn't even play it. So might as well buy it because you can't play it. People are used to that with Blizzard. You know, it's, you, they can't own enough servers to substantiate the, that <laughs> amount of people at once. Yeah, I, but that's what I've heard. It's really good. Um, I told Nick when he comes on next week, also I want to hear about that because he's been playing through it too. Yeah. And I don't really know anything about WoW. I don't think any of us have played WoW. I played it like 10 years ago. That was fun. Right. Uh, the most things I know about WoW are the nine heroes that are in Hearthstone. That's right. And that's a can you play WoW? You can play Hearthstone in WoW, can't you? I don't think so. That's a shame. But I think you can like they allude to it, or you can see NPCs playing Hearthstone. That's in the game. cool. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, so that's all the news I have. News. What a great week for news. Hey, you know what they say <laughs> about uh, the best news is no news. That's right. right. I mean, all these Black Friday ads are leaking, so if you want to go look at that. But they don't seem very Nothing's good Nothing's really year. good. Yeah, you know, it's funny. GameStop, one of the things they have on their Black Friday ad is Legend of Zelda Monopoly for MSRP. <laughs> I guess they're just not going to sell it until then. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe that's we're, it. I, we're almost sold out. We're not going to have that in stock soon. Oh, man. Got to save some, some for Black Friday. Gameware news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll still have Pokemon Monopoly. Yeah, we will, actually. Uh, so I guess we'll move on to new releases. Again, now that the... Shitstorm of the middle of November is over. Next week's pretty calm. Finally. We do have a big release, at least I'd say for us. More of a niche release. But Persona Q, oh, Shadow yeah. of the Labyrinth comes out on 3DS. Uh, it's going to be so good. I, so go get my copy right now, right? Oh. Or pre-order it, is yeah. what I should say. I am mind coming in from Amazon because I need to get the tarot cards and all that bullshit. Right. I need to make sure I pre-ordered it in enough time. I think the you still get the cards on the other version, right? See, I never know with Atlas. Is I'll it is a first run? Is later. it a pre-order? I don't is it a whatever? So, because I have those other tarot cards that I have, don't know what to do with. Yeah, they came with Persona. I go Ultimax. down to New Orleans and just start reading <laughs> future. Uh, Thomas was alone. It's coming out on PS4 and Wii U. It Great. Came, came out on Vita before. It came out on Xbox One and then it didn't, and now I think huh. it's back up. It's weird. Hey, the more the more formats, the better. Um, Geometry Wars 3 Dimensions. Oh, yeah, I'll buy that. PS3 and PS4. You know, mm. people on the forums are not happy about the changes they've made, but I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I, I can still play Geometry Wars 1 if I want to. Right. But this is just a new, different version. I just want to play more Geometry. I want to shoot shapes. You can do that <laughs> on Tuesday. Oh yeah. And then, finally, a game we saw at E3 that came out on PS3 earlier is now coming out on PS4. Oh, Akiba's Trip. Akiba's Trip. That's right. Undressed and Undead. You can either say undead it as Akiba's Trip or Akiba's Akiba Strip. Because, man, you shed some clothes in yeah. that game. That was really That's what I keep weird, hearing. I want to go back to Geometry Wars for a second. Am yeah, I go finally going to have a game that I can chase leaderboards with Vaughn Venters? Is this going to be a thing? I think it you probably could. Yeah. Okay. Cause I you, could totally play some I'm Geometry Wars when I'm not playing anything about else. That game. Um, I know you probably will beat me, but. I doubt I'll, I'll it. Try it. <laughs> I couldn't beat your scores in regular Geometry but Wars or Evolve. No, but the, in Geometry Wars one, it was just that was it. You know, there wasn't. It was just you're on this plane, shoot the things, last as long as you can. Now there's so many different modes, and you know, the the purity of that game is is not really there. But I like the fact that they're changing it a little bit. So I'm very excited to see uh, how well it does. But either way. Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> we'll stay up late and see if it comes on online earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll I'll post my scores to leaderboard. I mean, yeah, it's, well, it'll automatically. We're yeah. friends on PSN. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for your new releases for next week. I, surprisingly, going to get a couple of those games. Yeah. I think three actually. 
Thomas was alone. I Thomas. already have that, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, emails. That, yeah. GameWareExpress at gmail.com. I was about to say it, but you, you said it. Got it. <laughs> I'll just say it next time. You can email us your questions, and they don't have to be about video games. You can do that anything. Mm-hmm. You can email us to ask what the email address is. That, that, <laughs> we'll read that. <laughs> uh, Anthony from Tokyo, Japan. Anthony has been bringing it with the questions lately, both in terms of volume and in terms of hilarity. That's good. Awesome. So last week he emailed us, but there's a question that concerned directed to Stephen and I, so I saved oh, it. Oh, God. So he asked us, if Stephen Martin and Adam Arundel were faced off in a gladiatorial arena against a Rancor, oh, nice. what would your melee weapon of choice be? Twist. You can only pick weapons from JRPGs. Okay. I would pick Sephiroth's sword because it's like 87 feet long, and then it couldn't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably pick some kind of generic JRPG weapon, like a electric. Spiky hair. Well, I, obviously I would have that, but like an electrified whip. Mm-hmm. I think having something quick would be good. Like an Iron Man 2. I mean, that's not an anime. It could have been. Or <laughs> it's not a JRPG. Man, Iron Man the JRPG would be interesting. It would be. For a while, G4 had those weird like Marvel animes on. And Iron Man was one of them. That's really weird. I have a new answer, actually. Instead of a weapon, could it be a move? Sure. Like the suplex <laughs> from uh, from Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> okay. You, have you ever seen that? No. You suplex a goddamn train. Yeah, you can suplex a train. There's <laughs> a train coming towards you. And it's you, it, doesn't, it doesn't just say, you did a suplex. It, it animates you grabbing the train, jumping off screen, <laughs> and then coming back on screen with the train upside down. It's the best move in that game. That's what I will do. The Rancor will be <laughs> suplexed. That's too funny. Well, the, the actual correct answer is a gate and a rock. Because that's how Luke killed Rancor. And I think and J- Jedi. JRPGs have gates and rocks. So that would be that'd be the good answer. And then uh, his questions for this week. Um, let's see. I listen to a lot of different uh, podcasts based in various places like San Fran, Austin, Seattle. And I noticed a trend in game developers moving uh, around to the south and opening studios down there. Yeah. Austin being one of the examples for larger studios opening their doors. It made me wonder what sort of games come out of Louisiana. So can you name a studio or indie developer based out of your area? Oh, okay. So we got a, we have an indie game that's in development now uh, from Matthew Toronto, who is the creator of um, Brawl in the Family, which is mm-hmm. a webcomic. Mm-hmm. And he's making a game called, I think it's called Treble Trouble for Wii U, which is a music-based platformer that uses music notes as written on a music sheet oh, nice. that creates the levels that you have to navigate as this little tadpole. So the idea is that the song that's playing in the game actually creates the level that you're. That's that really you're, cool. So that's he's. It's a very small studio. There's only a handful of people working on that. It was successfully kickstarted mm-hmm. uh, earlier this year, and it's coming out on Wii U sometime next year. Um, we also, uh, I mean, man, game development in Louisiana is just, it seems sparse right now. We had another successful Kickstarter with Nefarious. Yeah, Nefarious I, looks really cool. I can't remember the guy's name, but he basically plays the bad guy. Yeah, it's like a Mega Man game style, but you play as the bad guy. Yeah, I uh, I backed it. I asked him if he wanted to come on the show, and he said yes, but then we haven't really well, found we'll a date to, that works. Yeah, we'll have to work something out. But i definitely do that. And then to brawl on the family guy, I remember you telling me about that and... Um, he has also recently successfully kickstarted a hardbound uh, book series for his comic, comic series, That's really cool. which he raised like five hundred thousand uh, dollars mm-hmm. to sell those books. So um, obviously Austin, yeah, that's I just mean, more that's and not, more every day. Na- you name it, they make it. I mean, 
any kind of game is in development there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's too many studios to list. Uh, but Louisiana, I wish I could say there were more uh, developers. Yeah, we have the EA, you know. Yeah, EA's facility. got a, a huge testing facility in Baton Rouge, that and that could, I used to work at one mm-hmm. like one day that could lead to a development studio. But mm-hmm. right now, it's just mostly for it's testing. So, my um, second question, a little bit. Um, any of you guys been playing the new GTA? Yes, yeah. which we just talked about. Actually, uh, how was first person combat? We didn't really I talk about the think combat much. that okay, the first person combat really makes that game uh, impact me more as far as what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know? Because you've seen that GIF, or maybe you haven't, where they'll show someone uh, basically robbing a, um, a convenience store in the first-person view, and the teller throws his hands in the air, and he has this distraught look on his face. And then in the in the GIF, he shoots him in the head, and he falls over, mm-hmm. and then you go around the counter, and you see it's this. like It just makes it seem like what you're doing is actually... Um, more real. No, that makes which sense. Is crazy. That uh, that's something I never really think about. But yeah, that's totally true. If the, you want to play the game like that, right? And the driving for me when I play a racing game, I tend to do cockpit view anyway. Oh yeah. But Grand Theft Auto is not a racing game, and I don't like open world racing games mm-hmm. because I don't like the fact that you're just in a city grid. My racing games, I prefer them to be uh, track based, where it's you know not just driving through a city. So when I'm playing Grand Theft Auto, I actually don't like the first-person view because I don't like to play racing games, you know, first-person if there's a grid, right? which is a city street. So I actually pull that view back when I'm driving around. Yeah, pretty much answered the rest of his questions about how it does it feel more immersive. Yeah, it does. Person and, for, uh, for better or for worse. Because I would feel kind of bad for running people over or shooting random people that bother me in their face in first-person yeah. view. And the people react, you know, to what you're doing, and it's a lot more telling when you're in the eyes of that gunner mm-hmm. instead of when the cameras pull back it just kind of feels like what you're doing has no consequences right but when you when you're in the when you're in the view of the gunner it's it does feel more impactful uh there's been a rise in older games being remade for modern consoles just look at this year and there have been a greater number of games being released that were remakes or have at least been uh announced on one hand i think it is a good chance for some people who have never played the game on the older systems to get a chance to play them now. Uh, on the other hand, I feel it's a waste of time that could be better spent on other things. This is not necessarily talking about 343's Master Chief Collection, though the game has not been without its flaws. So, do you think the trend for remaking games is good or bad? I think it's um, it's a gray area. I don't think it matters matters either way, and I think this has been going on for 20 years anyway. Yeah. I don't think it's really, it's not a new thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. All stars. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that because for me, if I if I can play a game I loved that I, maybe I didn't play through all the way on, you know, if I could play that same game on a newer console without having to plug a bunch better, of stuff. You can yeah, play it in first person. For, to me, that's awesome. I could just get rid of my old, you know, mm-hmm. my old copy or whatever, or I probably don't even have it anymore. Um, now, one thing I do agree with is that it may be kind of stifling to development of other things, like. Yeah. Instead of Rockstar working on this next-gen or current-gen port for the past year and a half. Bully 2. Yeah, they could have been making Bully 2 or, or anything. Table Tennis 3. They skipped <laughs> 2, just went right to 3. Um, so, yeah, there is that issue where you've got a team of hundreds of people working on the same game. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't we all rather them make something new? But when you're making a game, first of all, when you're developing a big AAA game, you're not making one game. No. It's pretty much known that every major studio that's making a major AAA game is making three games or four games because you can't put all that money into a game engine and put one game out. 
So I don't know. For me, putting these ports or these remakes out is just a way to kind of recoup some of those development costs, mm -hmm. which is a positive thing. I mean, I think it's okay with the console cycle the way it is because I know when Scott was on a couple of weeks ago, he didn't play The Last of Us on PS3. Yeah. He traded in. Or so I didn't play, play Far Cry 3. You know, and there's no current gen port of Far Cry 3. I probably would have bought that. Yeah. But there is none. So I'll just go to the PC 4. version looked awesome. Yeah, it did. I, I had no problem with the console version, but if you can see the PC version or something like it on PS4, yeah. I'd buy it again. Yeah, it's Far Cry 4. I mean, Far Cry 3. Granted, I don't want every game made, you know, remade on every generation. But you saw this, like, a oh, big time on PS3, where there were, you know, these trilogy collections of, of classic games from PS2 era. Mm -hmm. But it didn't really happen until later in the cycle. Right. And, but now we're getting these remakes of your old games within the first year of a new console. Mm -hmm. So it only makes me think, well, is there going to be... You know, like a Call of Duty collection next year or the year after that that has all the Modern Warfare games on there. Right. You know, it, it would sell. But you, Vaughn? I'm okay with remakes because, like, old resources were pretty scarce. Mm -hmm. So, like... I, we would all... I know we would all kill for a Galaxy collection on mm -hmm. uh, Wii U. Like, that would, be, that would be incredible. Yeah. It looks so good on the Wii. Like, I know for a fact that, like, cartridges of a game kind of, like, with... Earthbound or whatever, or like things like that. Like I would never be able to like find them or like you know afford them. I guess because like they always they're always like super expensive. Mm -hmm. So like remakes of games like that would be nice or re-releases for that matter. Because like Earthbound coming to Wii U Virtual Console that was a godsend. Right. It's like now I can actually play Earthbound without actually having to you know look for a super expensive cartridge or like donate uh, your liver. Like, you mentioned Super Mario All-Stars. That came out on Wii. So and now I don't actually have to worry about, like, constantly trying to fix my cartridge to play it. Mm -hmm. Now I can just play it on that, you know? Well, it, it seems like there's two different types of remakes. There's just the, well, we're going to port this to the newer console and make it maybe look better. Or, I mean, Rockstar put a lot of work into GTA to make yeah, it look better. That is not a port. That yeah. is, you know. Or even with... Well, I guess it is a port. It's yeah. not just a dump, though. They yeah. just dump it on. Or even with the new Pokemon games, like, yeah, they're just doing third gen again, but they, so far in the hour and a half I've played, there's a lot of new mechanics and new things already. Yeah, so they, they spend a lot of time in that game, even with, like, Ocarina of Time 3D. Yeah, remakes remakes of that caliber are really good, too, is like, because they go into a lot of detail, like, reworking the graphics and actually, like, adding content onto the game itself. Yeah, what we don't need are more instances of, like, the Silent Hill HD collection or... Uh, recently, we had the Sleeping Dogs. I was about to say it's Sleeping definitive Dogs. Definitive edition, quote unquote, and that was an amazing game. But the the PS4 and Xbox One version is probably the worst version of yeah. that game because they they just didn't put enough time into it. It's like let's make it somewhat prettier, and that's it. But, Throw in the it, DLC. I, but it also runs terribly. Right. Like it has so many it performance work on the optimization issues. of it. Yeah. So, so. And, and then of course Silent Hill. I mean, <laughs> uh, if you haven't looked into the the issues for the Silent Hill HD collection, just. I don't read about that. I don't have time to talk about that. It's terrible. And then his last question is a little long, so I'll try to summarize it. Well, he basically is too long, didn't read, is what do you think of antagonist writing versus protagonist's writing in games of late? And he cites Far Cry 4 in the Far Cry series about how the antagonists in Far Cry 3 and 4 are always written really well yeah. because they're evil, but you can kind of see their intentions right. in, in their twisted view. But the protagonist, I mean, in 3, he's just that douchebag kid trying to save his douchebag friends. In 4, he's just, I need to spread my mom's ashes. Here's this urn. Um, also talking about like anti-heroes like in Breaking Bad and even in, in Borderlands. So 
do you feel like they're trying to spend more time on antagonist writing because those are characters you actually see fleshed out rather than just first person view of whoever you are yeah i think that's exactly it because it's you're just like a generic person in this environment. It's mm-hmm. almost like they, they're not even, you don't even care about that, that character. Right. It's hard in a game to have good writing altogether, let alone have every character be well written. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, I don't remember the last game where the, where everyone, except for maybe Last of Us. Yeah. That everyone in that game was fascinating. Um, whether or not they were evil or good. And then in, you have to even ask yourself, well, who was really evil anyway? Right. So it's like kind of open to interpretation. I think it's more of two when it's a first person game, you're not as fleshed you're not they're not fleshing out the main character as much because I think part of it's supposed to be like you. Like you're playing it, you're kind of inserting yourself in them, or something like Last of Us is obviously third person. Right. And they're telling Joel and Ellie's story, not Ajay Gali or whatever the hell his name is in Far Cry Four. Right. Because you don't ever really see him except that the very beginning where you take a, a picture with pagan men, and that's the only time you really see. See, that's why you face. need you need mirrors everywhere, <laughs> so you can look in a mirror, kind of identify. Oh, uh, depending who on the are. game, then the the mirror won't render. And yeah, you won't see the, yourself. That's right. Oh, this mirror's got stuff all over the top of it. That's how you can tell a good game is if your mirror renders or not. Like Last of Us, when you go in the bathroom, you see it. Even Smash Brothers, when you play in the Wii Fit Trainer level, the mirror so works. Duke Nukem yep. 3D mirrors working <laughs> everywhere in that game. You constantly see what Duke looks like, <laughs> and a well-written character, I might add. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> clearly know his intentions. So, and his final question. All, oh, well, Neil's not here, but it's okay. All the podcast members are in a battle royale, or Hunger Games in America, like situation. Who wins, who dies first, and who dies hilariously? Oh my god. <laughs> well, I think my strategy would be to avoid all of you until there's only one person left, so. <laughs> and who, I guess whoever at the end would meet me, probably, because you wouldn't <laughs> find me until then. So I certainly would not die hilariously. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say Neil since he's not here. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I think I would die first and hilariously at the same time. So basically, it's up to me and Adam at the end. <laughs> I, we are the two I, biggest guys. I, yeah. I would well, never. That doesn't always help in this kind of situation. True. So that's true. I would never find it in my heart to kill any of you. Look, man, I love you all too this, much. The world is different now. Okay, <laughs> you have to make a decision. Nope. My decision is to die in a hilarious way, <laughs> in a hilarious fashion. Record scratch to that. Like... <laughs> Thanks for those questions, Anthony. GameWorkExpress at gmail.com is that email address. So that 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 brings us to special. That was stage. a wonderful and <laughs> wonderful transition. I love that. Stephen has a super exciting I have special a super stage. exciting special stage. I have this bought some Mentos and I'm eating them right now. With the smart water. That's pretty much it. <laughs> no, it's a, so. Um, there's a band that's pretty popular. Uh, they're they've been around for 20 years called the Foo Fighters. They have a documentary series that's been playing on HBO called Sonic Highways, and the, it's also the name of their latest record. So basically, they went to eight different cities and interviewed a bunch of people that live there uh, about the music of that city and the history of that city. And through those interviews, they've developed and written and recorded a song based on the city. So if you haven't seen these shows, you you watch the show and you barely see the Foo Fighters, but you see all these other people in the music industry um, that are interviewed. And so last night, they did the New Orleans episode premiere on HBO. So to commemorate that, Foo Fighters played a surprise show in New Orleans. The tickets went on sale two days ago, and they were $20 for the tickets, and uh, needless to say, when the tickets went on sale, they went on, they, they sold out instantly. 
and we didn't get them. Uh, so, Aww. yeah, we didn't get any tickets. Mm. Now, we were online, just curious, looking at eBay, ticket prices, and there were tickets for sale, although the website specifically said that those tickets would not be honored. How would they know? Well, when you get to the venue, we didn't find out until then, but when they got to the venue, they would uh, have you line up, and then they'd ask you for your name. If your name was on the list, you go to this other line. <laughs> when you get there, you have to present the credit card that bought the tickets originally, oh. and then your name has to match up with that too. So, well, anyway, we bought a pair of tickets for five hundred dollars on eBay. Figure what you really want to see the Foo Fighters. Yeah, what do we have to lose, right? <laughs> Is it five hundred dollars? Well, not really, because if uh, if you sell on eBay or PayPal or on eBay or Amazon, if you if you use PayPal, you probably know that it's it's kind of a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to get a refund, and so we, we had bought these tickets, and we had been in communication with this guy in Texas that sold them. So we told him what our concerns was, and the fact that we didn't think we could get in the venue, and he understood and said, you know, let him know if there's any issues. So he had actually sold four pairs of tickets. Somehow this guy had gotten we couldn't get one, but he had sold four pairs of tickets online. He lives in Texas. He does, and we were so we we're driving to New Orleans, and he calls me. And he says, look, I got an email from Ticketmaster that said three of the four orders were canceled. They just canceled them over the phone with him. Mm-hmm. But he said, yours is, an or- yours is not canceled yet. So he said, I don't know if you want to try it, but your, your ticket still should work. The main issue was that when we get to the venue, the credit card is not going to match up to me anyway. Right. So we get to the venue about two and a half, three hours before they start letting people in. We're standing in line. We're probably 50th in line. And the whole time we're telling people our story and they're like, man, I hope you really can get in because you're here. You know, they just they don't care that we bought the tickets for more than they did. They just knew that we were fans. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's about 20 minutes before they start letting people in and they tell everyone, get your credit card ready, get your driver's license ready. At that time, we just decided to randomly log in to the Ticketmaster app. Oh, wow. And we just wanted to see if there were tickets available because we knew we basically knew the tickets we had weren't going to work period. We just weren't going to get in. So we checked the app. It's sold out. So th- by that point, the line keeps moving. We keep checking the app. So about, I want to say about five minutes before we're in to where they're checking the ID, <laughs> there's two tickets available Why? through the app. The so they were canceled. Well, th- and they were probably my tickets that were just canceled. Oh, that's too funny. Because they, they did end up getting canceled. So we had to create an account on the app, <laughs> put the card information in, put the stupid captcha phrase Got, we got three sets of errors. They give you 10 minutes to buy the tickets, and it took us about four and a half minutes to actually buy them, and we got the tickets. Wow, that's awesome. So we got to the line, and, and they asked for our name, and we showed them our you know, our verification email that we just got. <laughs> <laughs> and they give us our wristbands, and we're in the venue. Sweet. How's the show? It's pretty incredible. <laughs> I mean, they're, that's a big band. We actually yeah. saw the Foo Fighters at that same and venue. House of Blues, right? Holds maybe 700 people. Yeah, that. Yeah, so we, we'd seen them at that show, at that venue, seven years prior. But, I mean, a lot's changed in their career since then. They're kind of a bigger band now. So and they just played it. They just played Voodoo, Voodoo Fest with like yeah. 100,000 people. Um, and so it was great to see a band like that at such a small venue. Mm-hmm. And... They actually premiered the new episode of the show, so we, we were standing around for two hours waiting mm-hmm. for that process to start. Uh, then they showed the entirety of the New Orleans episode of the documentary, and then the band immediately came out and played for two and a half hours. No opening band? just Nope. 
Wow. And after the third song, Dave Grohl, um, the front man of the Foo Fighters, he basically he looks a lot like the drummer from Nirvana. Yeah, he look. I think there's some <laughs> relationship there. He basically said, "Look, we're uh, we're not going to do an encore tonight. We're just going to play music for as long as they'll let us. We're not going to leave the stage. <laughs> we're just going to keep playing." So he he apologized if if it if it didn't seem like a normal concert experience because they just didn't want to stop. That's funny. And it was a great show. Towards the end of the show, uh, during a Rolling Stone cover. Um, Dave Grohl exited the stage and there was also no barricade. So usually when you go to a live concert, yeah. there's a barricade of security guards. That was not there. So you're just on the stage. We literally were. If you saw the photos that we took, we were just directly in front. Like, you know, I could have touched him a few times. <laughs> but so Dave Grohl jumps off the stage with a bottle of champagne and just walks through the crowd, just randomly giving people champagne. <laughs> and then he ends up on the second floor and he's just standing up there with his bottle of champagne. Next to everyone in the crowd, while he's just watching the rest of the band play the song, he's just drinking champagne up there. <laughs> and he finds his way back down. But it was great. We, I was worried that since they started so late that it wouldn't be a full set. Mm -hmm. But it, it was a full set and then some. Like I said, they played for about Whoa. two and a half hours. And after that, we were exhausted, so we went to the casino and did the if – you, if you're ever in the New Orleans area and you go to the Harris Casino, the parking there is $30 no matter how long you're there. But if you gamble for a half hour, it's free. <laughs> so we took a $5 bill and just shoved it in a penny slot machine and drank free drinks for 40 minutes and got our free parking and then left. We got home around 3 in the morning. That's value. It was a really great night. That's awesome. And we also bought two t-shirts, which uh, each came with a download code for the album. So Whoa. we have an extra download. Oh, for man. If anyone wants a free <laughs> copy of the new Foo Fighters album, just leave a message on our page and we'll awesome. just we'll make sure you get that so cool it was a really fun night we were renee was really upset when we didn't get the tickets originally i mean distraught she was really upset so because she knew i was really looking forward to this mm -hmm. and but everything worked out i that's mean awesome. as things do yeah you know. that's it that was my special <laughs> sorry it took like a half hour to <laughs> talk more about that i thought that was an interesting story no it was, it was so. very it was a very good story we had a lot of fun Scared to follow it up now. But. I believe in you, Vaughn. <laughs> Vaughn was hanging out in downtown New Orleans last night. <laughs> Not this, even. He was at this bar, and the Foo Fighters just came in and just drank with him for two hours. I, I was I was stuck playing a lot of Smash yesterday, so... <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. I was stuck playing this game I've been looking forward to. Was I really looking forward to it, though? I guess yeah, not. Well, you took, you took a picture of yourself I, and the game and put it on Twitter. I bet Advertisement. You, were, you were looking forward to the conclusions of your thoughts of the game. So. <laughs> Which I'll elaborate on next week. But uh, my actual special stage is, I, I guess, uh, I have a team meeting with Level 482 Gaming today. Isn't that your, What's that? your group? That's your it's, it's my gaming group. I've, yeah. I've mentioned it on the podcast before. You can follow Vaughn <laughs> at... Anyway, so you have a meeting tomorrow. Today. Today. That's what are we all. meeting about? Gonna Just, get some new team jerseys. That's cool. Vote on your team can colors. You get me one of those Probably jerseys. Probably talking about like how what everyone's like going to be streaming and all this other stuff in the near future and... Well, you're going to be streaming on this great podcast, Baton Rouge's <laughs> only locally owned and operated video game podcast. <laughs> it's true. And uh, just playing games with each other. That's it. So how many people are in this team? I don't know. A lot. It's a like, lot? <laughs> it's like 15 at least. The, the concept of a gaming team is interesting to me because I don't really follow a lot of League of Legends or Dota. 
But a lot of these like league teams are picking up Hearthstone players, and they're all, all on a team together. But you, Hearthstone is a individual game. It's not a team game, so I don't understand. But I guess you just hang out and pimp each other's pimp each other's streams out, or it's just like yeah, just helping each other out and doing a wide variety of games that you play. I guess it's that makes sense. it's with the same teams that do fighting games and stuff yeah if you have a team of streamers you want to play every major game you don't want to just stream dota that's you true. want to stream a little bit of everything i guess that makes sense pull in all these different people and i guess if you like someone from this team you if you ever start watching a, a league or a dota like i'll root for the same team do um if they need a stunt race fx streamer if you guys don't have one <laughs> just let me know i've been I'll, getting I'll check with them on that i've been getting better at the game so. I will check with them on that. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, I guess for mine, uh, next week is Thanksgiving. And after Thanksgiving is one of the worst Fridays ever. Uh, I guess if you work retail. I know Steven's looking forward to working yeah, for because Black I, Friday. I have fun. Slash I, for me, it's not a Thanksgiving day. It yeah, just Thanksgiving it still day. really bothers me how all these stores are pushing Black Friday into Thanksgiving. Hey, we're not pushing anything. We're not advertising. We're just open. We're just open. Yeah. yeah but Come by if you want to. Yeah, I know you and Renee want to work it, but... And it's different, I guess, for a smaller store like us. But what about those stores where they're like, you have to work, right? Or you're fired. We straight up volunteer. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. if I was at Best Buy, and they told me I had to come work like, Thanksgiving. Well, I take my shirt off right there and hand. I have an undershirt. Right. My blue shirt off right there and hand it to them. Like it's uh, been real, you know. It's just really, it's really disturbing how commercialized everything is now. But I guess that's just America, and that's yeah, that's it there's is, nothing but, new about that. Yeah, it's just they just keep pushing. It and soon we're not even gonna be closed on Thanksgiving. Nope. Soon you can go shopping Christmas Day for your Christmas dinner that night hey, because you didn't do it early enough. Or make all your returns that day. Yeah. So if you're off for Thanksgiving, don't go shop. Or do because <laughs> Gameware will be open. It's funny, like GameStop and other yeah, they're uh, closed. outlets saying we're not open on Thanksgiving and we because, are like condemning people yeah. who are. But it's like I said, they didn't they didn't make us do it. We or the worst is if you go shop on Thanksgiving and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, you have to be here. Like that's because your stupid ass is here. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're gonna go shop, well, if anyone tells me that, I don't know what I'll say because like, <laughs> actually, I don't have to be here. I volunteer to be here. Yeah. I like this. I, well, maybe we'll do some uh, some D- some uh, Bomani happy hour. Free DDR. Free DDR Thanksgiving Day, just straight up free. <laughs> Yo, I'm oh down. my god, that'd be incredible. Everything else is twice as much. <laughs> Free can of Surge when you buy $10 worth of tokens. Ooh, there you go. We have like 100 cans of Surge and stuff. They, yeah, Amazon re, resupplied. And yeah, dude. I bought, Gameware resupplied. Yeah, I bought like uh, 15 cases of Surge. Not enough. No, I need to buy Not more. Enough. Well, there's limits. They only let you buy so much at once. Another email. Another I, email. I've got three. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. You can follow me on... Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch.tv at v 4 Streets. Well, I do a lot of stuff for my stuff, okay? <laughs> I'm on Google News Groups. <laughs> just random ones, like alt.video games, you know? just I don't have a username. Just just go there and we'll chat. <laughs> News Groups, man. That's where it's at. You can find uh, Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. You can find this podcast, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. Where else are we? iTunes? Uh, we're on uh, Xbox Music. iTunes, Xbox Music, SoundCloud. You said I had a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we'll mail you, you the cassette. You can literally find this podcast everywhere. Just let us know if you need a cassette too. 
You can email us. Sound, uh, speak pipe as no, well. Email us. Email us at uh, GameWareExpress at gmail.com. Or you can speak pipe us. Speakpipe.com <laughs> slash GameWareExpress. Too, too good. So You can knock on our door while we are recording and this maybe podcast. I'll plug in the four, another microphone. So if we have any <laughs> visitors during the show. <laughs> but And also, yeah, for real, I want to know everyone's game of the year. Start sending those in. Still another month for the show, but I can start collecting those. And we'll have more user or listener interaction on our Game of the Year show this year. Um, so you better do it. For Game of the Year this year, I know last year we did those three categories. We had you know favorite backlog game, uh, top five slash game of the year, and most anticipated game. Which we'll probably do those again. But maybe we'll come up with some new categories. 2016's, no, 2015's, 2014 Game of the Year. <laughs> In I the think, future. Yeah, if you could pick what? one game from next year that would be your Game of the Year this year, what would it be? And then next year we'll figure out if that was right. That's a good idea. If Captain Toad 2 comes out in 2015. <laughs> It'll come out two months after Captain Toad 1. That's right. Even scarier <laughs> than the first game. Five Nights at Freddy's 3. <laughs> no, that's already out, dude. That came out today. <laughs> so, um... Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me this Saturday afternoon. Thank you all for listening. Again, sorry I was late. And it's funny because next week we'll be recording on Wednesday because of Thanksgiving. So it's yeah, so we have a show coming this. up in like three days. Early yeah. episode. Late episode to early episode. But it won't be up to our loyal listeners until Friday. Yeah. So they won't know any difference. No. Yeah. And I can't even say they could listen to it while they wait in line to go trample people for their nope. PlayStations because that would already happen on Thursday. Well, listen to it while you're at IHOP eating your victory breakfast That's after it. you've uh, bought your $200 70-inch television. <laughs> so, y'all have a great weekend, or what's left of it. We'll see you next week! We must up the place, turn up the base and make some fun. Why run? And we will end your week just like a Sunday. We must up the place, turn up the base and make them all out fun. Strelex, I blaze the fire, make it fun. We must up the place, turn up the base and make some fun. Why run? And we will end your week just like a Sunday. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>